coming to you from that once forgotten artery that pulses through the center of the continental United States and into the heart of the Ozarks, Grace Matthews. Looking in from the northern border, our Canadian friend, along with his countrymen, feeling the effects of U.S. political issues, Connor Murphy. Welcome to Dueling Dialogues, episode 160. I'm Connor Murphy, here with Grace Matthews in Springfield, Missouri. Hi, Grace. How you doing? Pretty good. Pretty yeah. good here. The sun's shining, at least for a day. Here, too. We don't have opposite weather today. It's beautiful. I know. And that's, that's kind of almost scary, because our weather is always opposite. Well, I think we had the coldest and the snowiest February on record, so I'm glad it's over, finally. Oh, yeah, for sure. I would be really glad. We didn't really have much snow. We basically had no snow, but we had some cold, rainy weather. Yeah, no, but I think we're on the upside. We're heading towards spring. Hip hip hooray! Yes, it it feels like spring. There's just something in the air that makes it feel different. Yeah, and man, that's a good feeling. <laughs> yes, it is. I love spring. <laughs> I do too, yeah. for sure. What do we got today? Well, we have what I'm going to call a kind of a controversial book. Usually we do books, we talk about books that I pretty much agree with the author about. Yeah. Um, This author, um, well, let me tell you the name first. Alienated America, Why Some Places Thrive While Others Collapse by Timothy P. Carney. This book is kind of in response to Hillbilly Elegy and Bowling Alone. Bowling Alone is very much an academic look at changing middle America. Okay. Okay. Timothy has a lot of good facts. Okay. He's He's got numbers, but in the end, he misses the point. Okay. Um. You know, it's funny when you have your notes upside down, isn't it? (laughs) First of all, he talks about why middle America is struggling. And basically, he points to places of worship. Our decline in going to church, to synagogue. And, And I think, to a certain extent, he's right because we lack community, okay? It's, it's not really about religion. It's about getting together. Right. Being social. I agree with them. I think I do too, actually, come to think of it. It, it just kind of hit home that, you know, we don't do what we used to do when I was a kid. We just don't do it anymore. We don't. And places of worship, we know, provide a lot of community. Right. They do. Okay. Now, he talks about the collapse of marriage. We've talked about that before, so I'm not going to really focus on that part of it that much. Um, You know, marriage is a means to an end. And apparently... (laughs) More than one way. (laughs) Yeah, well, yeah, it is. (laughs) That's kind of bad. Um, End meaning something besides divorce. Right. the, you know, much of the middle class and, and definitely the um, lower economic class, I don't want to call them lower class, don't don't need that end. Right. I mean, marriage doesn't get them where they need to be. Exactly. Okay? 
many people of, in the upper class still need that marriage. Plus, many of them in the lower classes can't afford to get married. Exactly. And um, I don't know about Canada, but in the United States, if you need public assistance, you know, to raise your family, um, you're not going to get as much or any if you're married. I mean, you can shack up together right. and get more money. Now, a single woman raising two kids under the Obama administration would get about $45,000 a year in help. Huh. If she married the guy that's, you know, the father of her children, she's probably not going to get any of that. Right. It's fairly similar in Canada. You yeah, know, there, and this doesn't mean she's not working. There, there's no help. There's no incentive for a lower income couple to get together. As a matter of yeah. fact, it hurts, you know, financially. Yeah, it's negative. And uh, you know, my son told me. One of my sons told me that a lot of people have ceremonies and do so. You know, make promises to be monogamous and to live together, but they don't legally do it. Oh, okay. Because they can't afford to. Right. It, it costs some money. Yeah. Regardless of how you feel about that, it, it's a fact. It, it's not really even something to argue about. Right. It's Maybe just it's the just way it is. Line. It, it really is. There are people that have absolutely uh, came out screaming and shouting at Tucker Carlson for mentioning this a few months ago. It, it, it is. It is not something he made up. It's just. A fact. Right. Okay. So, we go on to church and civic life. Way back when we were kids. Oh, gosh. I'm saying way back. <laughs> it is way back for me. Yeah. But, you know, churches were the place that you gathered. Yeah. You know, they would have skating parties and... Um, and, and when we talk about churches, we're talking about places of worship. We're not necessarily talking about any specific religion. Religion, right, right. Synagogues, um, temples, it, it doesn't matter. Right. You, know, you would have dinners. You would have... Um, Sporting events. Yeah. Yeah they, yeah, they would have it. And for the most part, if you were poor, it didn't matter. Right. Okay. Um, now... Timothy sort of acts like it's free. I never knew church to be exactly free. <laughs> yeah. We gave money to the church, and we did these things. And I'm sure there's people that were that didn't give money, right? Because they can't, and and that's okay. And nobody really knows at church, right? And I like that. That's that's kind of good. Okay, okay. And and we were taught to love God like we love. Or love our neighbor like we love God. Right. Yeah. He interjects that over and over and over again. And, and you know, you, definitely if you believe in God, God says, you know, I want you to treat each other. Even if you don't believe in me, treat each other well. Right. And religion does come with some rules about how we should treat one another. Exactly. Okay, there are people that believe in God and are very religious that go to church. There are people that go to church 
that don't necessarily believe in God, but they enjoy the community right. of the church. I know several people. It is a very popular belief among wealthy elites to go to church and, and they don't believe in God. Huh. Okay. Um and that's that's okay. I don't I don't really care. Um, you know? Personally I'd rather sleep in on a Sunday morning then. You know? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I would think I don't get that, but okay. I think they do believe in the fact that the church does provide, you know, a set of criteria about the way we should behave. Right. They also do a lot of charitable things that are independent of government intervention. You know, back in the old days, you would, the government wouldn't do anything. If you lost your job and you couldn't feed your kids, the church did. Right. You know, um, Mormons are still very much like that. Timothy gives an example of, um, of Mormons, like, say, the dad loses the job, and the church comes in and helps them, sustains them. But now when they do that, they come in and take inventory of their finances. For example, if dad loses his job and they need food and, and help to pay the mortgage, and he's got a boat sitting out back, the church is going to make him sell that boat. Right, right. Which seems okay. I mean, that's okay with me. Um, it, it seems like the church is, you know, very much in your life. But, you know, when you're hurting, you know, that's kind of the price you might have to pay. Right. Now I'm not sure that churches have money like that. The Mormons is slightly different. I believe they give 10% of their income to the church. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of times... And as we go on here, the Catholic Church is kind of um, under attack a lot because they have lots of assets and lots of money. Exactly, yeah. The Mormons are very much the same. It's kind of like we talk about over and over again with these guys getting sued in the Me Too movement. You don't sue in a Me Too, Me Too moment a guy that doesn't have any money. Yeah, exactly. So... What goes on in the Catholic Church that drives me crazy is going on in other churches, too. I'm sure it is. Um, but they don't have the money that the right. Catholic Church does and well, the assets. They could sell a few paintings and end world hunger. Exactly. Exactly. And, and the amount of property they own is just phenomenal. And... You know, what they have in the archives below the Vatican, you know, like you said, would... would yeah, exactly. You know, it's just crazy. Yeah. The and things it, that are referred to as being there. As a kid, I always thought that was rather odd that, you know, the Catholic Church owned all this priceless art and yet there was kids starving in Africa. It never made sense to me as a kid. Oh, Exactly. Exactly, and uh, that's what the church is supposed to be about. Yeah, well, on the other hand, like I grew up in the middle of nowhere, like 12 miles from the nearest town on the farm. Sunday church was our only outing, really. 
yeah as a family oh i'm sure i'm sure so it was it was a pretty big event whether you know you were religious or not you still went the the pews were packed and you had to go early to get a seat you know yeah you didn't want to get stuck in the back of the church or up in the choir you went early and now i can throw a quarter in a church and it won't hit anybody because there's there's you know 15 people in there yeah it's unreal times have changed big time yeah and um you know we will get to that. That's something that this Timothy does not address, why we're not there. Yeah. But, you know, like like we said before, churches provide lots of things. There's there's a babysitter. If you don't have family to babysit, you know, they've got little babysitting rooms, you know, then mothers will take turns um, watching the room for outings, you know, like you used to call it here, Mother's Day Out, I believe, and... You know they have bowling leagues, quilting. Yeah, it's 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 cheap or it's free. Right. You know, and more so maybe in the past than now, just because you know attendance is down. Yeah, big time. Um, churches are charitable. Um, our two biggest food banks in this area are ran by church organizations. Oh wow. Um, And I know they feed a lot, a lot of people because one in four children in Springfield, Missouri is hungry. And uh, these food banks help. We also provide the convoy of hope. So anytime there is a natural disaster within that can be driven to, these 18-wheelers take off loaded with stuff. Wow. That is pretty uh, cool. Everybody in this community is very committed to making sure, sure that stuff gets to the convoy of help, whether it be clothing, blankets, whatever, you know, toiletries, yeah. whatever someone might need um, in the event of a hurricane or, or some other natural disaster. Right. So, you know, churches are a big deal. That brings us to who voted for Trump. We, we keep talking about the evangelicals. Um, Timothy had a lot of statistics. He looked at the primaries. And the reason he looked for the primaries is that is the core voter, okay? For example, we had 16 people on this stage that were Republicans wanting to be president of the United States. Yeah, okay. So, which people went for Trump? Which went for Cruz and et cetera? The people that voted for Trump were religious people, primarily evangelicals, but non-churchgoers, which is very different than what people believe. The church-going people voted mostly for Cruz. Okay, we're we're talking evangelicals, but the difference was, were they people that had given up on going to church or not? And those are my words, giving up on going to church, because I think there's a reason people don't go to places of worship right now. Okay, they, they also made over the national average. 
Okay, everybody acts like that the, the core Trump voter is making 30000 a year and never went to college. Yeah, yeah, That exactly. is not true. They make over 70000 a year, okay, and are college educated. Now, college educated in the Midwest is much different than the city, okay? Right. College educated does not grant you a better paying job. It might be a better job in that you're not going to get dirty maybe doesn't necessarily pay more right in fact it usually doesn't in the midwest now i'm talking about outside of the metropolitan areas because st louis is in the midwest but it's a big city right so so i'm, I'm not talking about large metropolitan areas but but the trump voter their neighbors were suffering they weren't suffering, their neighbors were. Now you hear me talk a lot about this community and how we have lost manufacturing. And the average um, family of four is living on less than $30,000 a year. Right. Okay, so it is people that are worried about their community, their neighbors. That's who voted for Trump Makes in the sense. primaries. Now, obviously, when you get, you know, after Cruz was out, Rubio was out, and you, you had people gathering behind Trump, that Trump was not their first choice. Right. You know? Um, okay. People without church, and I'm kind of paraphrasing and quoting Timothy, are isolated and alienated. Okay, physical and emotional isolation equals suicide and illness. I agree with that. Illness yeah. as in Trump derangement syndrome? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't think that's what we're talking about, but um, yeah, that could work. <laughs> Makes sense in my head. Yeah, yeah, it, it does make sense. Um, he blames this on not going to the houses of worship, and I believe that's one reason. I believe also you can't overlook the fact of the lost blue-collar jobs, good-paying blue-collar jobs, which comes with manufacturing. Right. Okay? Just because a robot can do it, should we go with the robot? Okay, the robot may be cheaper, but at some point, who's gonna be buying that stuff? Yeah, exactly. If you take away all the jobs. Yeah, for sure, and a lot of jobs. there. Yeah, a lot of jobs are already going. Exactly. Last Friday, and, and they're not just manufacturing and um, manual labor jobs. Last Friday, Goldman Sachs laid off a ton of traders. You know why? Because algorithms and the computers can do the trading on the stock market. Right, exactly. Uh-oh. Yeah. Now, you're talking about some big wages going out the door. Big time um, wages, yeah. Those people spend money. Yeah, and they make okay. a, a ton of money. Yeah, you're, you know... Capitalism and this country, which 
is, you know, and, and Canada is very much the same. Um, it is about law of supply and demand, okay? You can get all the supply out there, and if you don't have a demand, you're losing your ass. Yeah, exactly. And that's what robots and computers could mean. Okay, let's let's get back to alienation and isolation, okay? If you don't have money coming in, you're leaving the house means what happens when you leave the house? You spend money. Right. A lot of people don't leave the house because they don't want to spend money. I don't know about you, but every time I leave the house, I spend money. Well, you have to pretty much. You know, I mean, I don't go anywhere where things are free. Yeah, you, you, you're you going out to go grocery shopping or to do yeah, this. Yeah, exactly. To, and usually so, all those things require money. Exactly. And so if we're wondering why people are isolated, I think the lack of good paying, or I should say well-paying, blue-collar jobs is just every bit as impactful as going to a place of worship. Yeah, I, I would okay. tend to agree there. In fact, I think that one of the reasons, and it's just one because I think there is a lot of reasons why people aren't going to the places of worship. One reason is because when you don't have money and you're not working, you're, you're kind of embarrassed. You're kind of humiliated. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, and you stay away from those places. And even though in the past years ago, churches and, and places of worship were kind of beyond how much money you made. Right. Um, I don't think they're necessarily like that now. Yeah. I think how much money you have is like a badge in this day and age. How much money you have or don't have. Right. At least that's the way I see it. Okay. So manufacturing and I, I'm saying manufacturing that can be all sorts of blue collar jobs that we're losing right what about trust you know do we know our neighbors very well not anymore I'm here to tell you that I know two of my neighbors pretty well there's three of them I don't even know their names right, right next to me I'm talking about the four or five houses right, right here and I would say the same here Actually, yeah, I mean, I didn't. I, I definitely wouldn't go to any of them to borrow a cup of sugar, right? Not that they wouldn't give it to me. I don't feel that close to them, and I probably have lost the ability to trust people that much. Yeah, I, I come to think of it, I'm probably exactly the same, and I don't think we're unlike other people. No, I don't think so. At I mean, all. and there's lots of reasons we don't trust people. For one thing, I'm kind of germaphobic. What do they do with their sugar? <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay. in the old days, I wasn't germaphobic. I mean, think about the ways that all this information we have changes us. Right. Okay. The world also sounds very cruel. Years ago, when we had like. We had three channels and 30 minutes of news a day. They couldn't fit all these stories on. 
So we believed it was a safer place to live. I'm not so sure it was. Right. But we didn't know about it. Well, also nowadays, it's almost dangerous to go worship your God in your religion. And it, that That's doesn't matter. Exactly. I mean, it just happened in Christchurch. Our, our, our thoughts and, and prayers going. out to the, those people there. Absolutely. But also there was, there was, you know, I think a total of 120 murders in Catholic churches across the world that you didn't even hear about in the last few well, weeks. Remember the little, yeah, remember the little church down in Texas? Exactly. The guy came and shot everybody up. We've got the synagogue in, um, in uh, Pennsylvania. Right. Um, it just over and over again as in North Carolina, that crazy um, white supremacist went in there and shot up the black church. Exactly. So it's happening okay. everywhere. And I think that that is also, you know, in people's minds and they're scared to go to church. Well, and think about as a Jew. I mean, going to a synagogue can get you killed. Exactly. Not just there, but people watch who goes into the synagogue. Right. Scary times. You know, there are places I always have a Star of David on. I wear it on my neck. Um, my parents gave it to me. There are certain places I go that I make sure it's under my shirt. Yeah. Yeah, I see that. You know, because it's not safe. It's not safe. So, that was the next question. We kind of jumped ahead, but why do we believe in God, but we don't go to church right. or the synagogue or the temple? Or I remember that one where all the Sikh people got um, shot up. Yeah. That was in one of the northern states. I mean, how terrible. Those are the nicest people I've ever met. I mean, those are really nice people across the board. Um. And then a lot of people have had a bad experience at church. Churches have some bad people in them. Yeah. Um, there's been a lot of pedophilia. Yeah. There's rape. Um, this morning, an article is out about nuns being abused. Right. I've seen, yeah, I've seen some of that in the news lately as well. How horrible. And impregnated and, uh, you know excommunicated from the church to raise a child without any money. Right. Um, the, the, the stories, and, and it doesn't just happen with the Catholics, okay? It happens with Baptists, Assembly of God. There are stories over and over again. I remember I was very suspect of a church camp um, about 30, 40 miles from here. My son was dating a girl that was involved with it, and things she said just worried me to death. One of the only times I wrote to a TV station and said, please check this out. They didn't do it. Uh, two years later, you find out that people everywhere are sending their kids to camp, and uh, their daughters are being raped, just hundreds. Oh, my. Wow. Um, well, wow, wow, wow. but bad experiences we don't trust, right? Okay, Timothy Carney writes this book. 
He has great information. He leaves out two things. Why we don't go to church. He, he didn't even mention the pedophilia in church, except once in the last, I listened to it, so it was in the last 20 minutes, which could have been in the afterward. And he, he vaguely misses, mentions it, and he does not give any real credit to the decline in manufacturing jobs. Right. And he is a very happy Catholic in Maryland that must go to the best parish in the whole world. <laughs> He's a pompous ass that never lived in any any place that wasn't wonderful. Right. Okay. So he's looking through uh, his rose-colored glasses then. Right. He used a Dutch community in Iowa and Chevy Chase, which is a D.C. community, the, the probably the richest community in the country, this little Chevy Chase with about 2,000 people. And, um, and it really, despite all of his numbers, he missed the whole picture. And, right. and he wanted to compare himself to J.D. Vance. J.D. Vance lived it, you know. I have lived it. Right. I just think that this is, um, you gotta, you gotta look at why and you gotta be truthful about why. Yeah. Or you cannot move forward. People look to Trump for help. You know, I was really mad a couple of weeks ago because Bill Maher said something to the effect of people in the middle of the country, the flyover part of the country, want to be us, the educated city people. They want what we've got. You know what? At first I was really mad because Bill Mars pissed me off before because yeah. he, he, he thinks you should, um, you know, put kids with disabilities away. He said that before. Yeah. Well, that doesn't, that doesn't go over very well with mothers of kids with disabilities. Exactly. Uh, Another story for another day. I was really mad, but you know what? He's right. He's right. We want what people in this city have. We can't all move to the city and be them. That's what people out here were looking to Trump for. Huh. Okay. Makes sense. Okay. And, and really what that is, is jobs, good health care, safety. It's now I feel safer when I go to New York, walk the streets, I often go alone, okay? And I walk all over that Manhattan by myself, right? Right. I do not walk around my block <laughs> by myself without my dog and a weapon. Right. And I once, this was one of the safest cities in the country. And yeah. it's not anymore. It's one of the, it's one of the least safe. I mean, it, it's a small, I mean, it's a mid-sized city, but compared to, you know, yeah, York, I, I it's think, a small town. <laughs> I think if you're if you're going to make a point, you gotta kind of cover all the why it's that way. Exactly, you have to, and you cannot make progress without looking at it. You know, and there, and there's lots of things. You know, we can talk about people that go to church and why they go to church. You know, a lot of people go so they can sit all week and 
and that they they think going to church is some sort of atonement. Well, right. I think that's a bunch of garbage, but you know, I don't it's not my place to judge either. Right. You know, I mean, if that's why you want to go to church, there are all kinds of churches. There's churches that will scare you to death. The devil's going to come and grab you. There are <laughs> churches that will tell you whatever you want. And there are people that go to church that know the Bible, know the Torah. They know, you know, um, whatever they study. Okay. Right. And there are other people that could not tell you one line. From a Bible. From a Bible. Right. Okay. I, that's okay with me. I don't care. Yeah. I think more people go to yoga nowadays than they go to church. Oh, you know, that you're, you're right. And I get it. You know, there are a lot of people, too, that go to, that, that used to go to neighborhood bars. Yeah. Okay. That's a place of community, you know, um, regardless of what you might think of it. However, we become so broke without manufacturing, and particularly after the 2008 financial breakdown. Yeah. The average in 2008 of neighborhood bars closing was six per day in right. the United States. Right. Yeah, you need money to do that stuff. So I, I can't see it all being, uh, a, you know, a religious fault. No, it's, it's, it's really there's, very there's little of it's causes. about God. I mean, and that's, you know, a lot of God-fearing people are not going to church. Right, right. You know, and, and God can mean so many different things to people, you know, and um, it's not, you know, not our place to judge. Do you think, you know, whether someone thinks that God is a person or God is an emotion or God is just part of this fabric, you know? Right. Um, whatever it is, people believe in God or something like God. A lot of people do, and they're not necessarily going to places of worship. Exactly. Totally agree with you there. You know, politicians and major companies thinking to go robotic, thinking to go computerized, are screwing blue-collar workers and ultimately middle America. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because even if you're not a blue-collar worker... You do better in a community where blue-collar workers do better. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, there's there's the whole idea, too. I've heard complaints that some churches aren't welcoming. Yeah, I'm sure they're not. And maybe they, some of them aren't honest. There's a whole lot of reasons. And for Timothy Carney not to look at the reasons why in eight hours... That's how long the, the wow. book is to, to listen to on Audible. Um, you you got to wonder. Yeah. Well, I'm on the same page with you there. So, and, uh, you know, there is also an unfair attack on religion. You know, we're hearing anti-Semitism. They're anti-Christian. But yet we are not allowed to say anything about Islam and Sharia law. Right. Same in Canada. Fox took Judge Pirro 
off the air Saturday. I know, and people for are her screaming. comment about Sharia law um, and wearing the headdress and the belief in Sharia law does not belong in our American Congress. Now, if she had said something about Christians or Jews, they wouldn't have taken her off the air. Does Fox, are they answering more to advertisers, CNN and NBC, or to their viewers? You have to wonder. You know, people pay in the United States for cable channels like Fox. Right. Suddenly Fox, they're not getting enough. And so they want the, to do the streaming service and then they want all their people to do podcasts um, because people like us are infringing upon their space. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Okay, and so they think they can't get enough. Well, I can't see them um, gaining any listeners for what they're doing. Like a Democrat's not going to, oh, they, they uh, suspended Judge Pirro? Okay, well, I'll listen to them now. No, that's yeah, not going to happen. It's not going to happen. All they've and, done uh, is pissed off their listeners. Exactly, and, and we are paying for that. And like I said, instead they go to, well, if you want to hear the real story, pay another five ninety nine for the streaming service. Well, they're not like NBC and right. ABC. You know, that's free TV. Yeah. We're already paying for it when yeah. we pay our cable bill. Absolutely. So, you know what? You should at least give us what we want. And taking her off the air for saying something that's very true. They just found three doctors, I don't even know if they charged them, for cutting the clitorises off of seven-year-olds Yeah. To in the United States to abide by Sharia law. Sharia law has no business in the United States. It's no. mean-spirited against women and children. Yeah, there's nothing good in Sharia law. Nothing. No, nothing. Yeah, totally agree with you there. Yep, and we don't always agree. But life's a journey, and we're all in this together. Thanks for listening. Those of you who listen through Shenanigan Free Press, we hit 200,000. Whoa, right on. Good milestone. Yeah. Thanks for that. Godspeed, Connor, and Godspeed to all of our friends out there. Godspeed, Grace, and thanks for listening, everyone.